Okay, so I don't know what it is with me, but between reading and watching The Bone Collector and now reading Me Before You by Jojo Moyes, I'm reading a lot of books about paralyzed people, so I don't know if that says anything about me, but it's just something I noticed. Now, Me Before You is adorable and heartbreaking all at the same time. It follows Louisa as she gets a job caring for the paralyzed wool trainer, and the two start to fall in love. Ugh. And I won't give too much away because, I mean, obviously non-spoil section in the very beginning, but it's so cute. Oh my god, I loved this book. It's been like a hot second since I've read a true like rom-com book, so I was very happy to get back into like my happy place and read one of those, which it probably is why I loved Me Before You so much. Um, and I need to watch the movie too because... Like, I've heard that, well, I know there is a movie, I've not just heard, and I could do another comparison episode like I did with The Bone Collector, we will see, but yeah, I do need to watch the movie, and there is a movie, so for those of you who like movies, Me Before You, sure is great, I hope is great, actually I can't say I'm sure, there's been some bad book-to-movie adaptations that I've watched. Books, TV, music, and movies, all things that make a big impact on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I'm Maya Ghosh, and this is my take. Okay, so as always, we're going to start um, with a little bit on the writing. It was pretty good. I mean, not like John Steinbeck, Toni Morrison, F. Scott Fitzgerald good, where I'd say it's like going down in history as a classic um, in terms of the writing, at least. I mean, the story might go down in history as a classic, but it was pretty good writing. I mean, it was, it was very similar to the one other Jojo Moyes book I had read. But it was easy to follow, you know, not too complex or anything, and it allows you to, like, get more invested in the characters and emotions rather than trying to appreciate a really complex writing style. So I did appreciate that because it was a book a lot about characters and emotions and stuff. Now, looking at Lou's life, like, my first thought is, damn, like, girl has a hard life. I kind of feel bad for her during a lot of the book because, I mean... Patrick, her boyfriend, is a complete self-centered asshole, and she's been with him for, like, seven years. I don't know how she stayed in that relationship for seven years, because, like, he does nothing but talk about himself and his training, and he doesn't care about her, and, like, I'm very surprised that he never cheated on her, because I feel like it would be, you know, I wouldn't put it past him to cheat on her. And on top of having a stupid boyfriend, she's responsible for supporting both her and her parents and her sister, and her parents constantly pick on her and her sister's like oh i have a kid so i need help with a bunch of stuff like yeah sure but i mean why are you completely relying on your sister to financially support you like it's just really 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 annoying it makes me think of um gregor in the metamorphosis probably because i'm reading the metamorphosis for school right now but it makes me think of that kind of relationship where her parents and family rely on her and, like, at some points I hated her sister, but 
in the end, her sister does come around, so we do forgive her. I don't forgive her mom at the end, um, because her mom was like, if you go to Will while he's, like, committing suicide, I'm never gonna allow you back in this house. It goes against my religion. It goes against everything I stand for, and you're no better than him, even if you go just to be with him, so don't bother coming back to the house. Like, what the hell, woman? Your kid fell in love with a guy who's paralyzed and ending his life. Don't you think that that's hard enough and now you're going to put an ultimatum on her or kick her out of the house? Like, no. Excuse me. That's not allowed. Um, yeah. I just, her life was a lot and the people in her life besides Will were a lot. So I need to stop. Otherwise, I'm going to get like too worked up and it's just going to turn into me completely ranting about her parents and how stupid Patrick is the whole time and I don't think anybody really wants to hear that um if you do I'm sure it can be arranged but um the one other thing I did want to talk about in this episode was the love story because I mean obviously it's a rom-com dumb I you're gonna talk about the love story right but like moving on that was my segue we're talking about the love story now they're so good together I mean oh my god I just the way they banter back and forth and how she's able to get him to come out of his shell and laugh and just she's so good and he's so good to her even though he's not at the end and when they're at the wedding and she sits on his lap and is like dance with me and they dance and are spinning around like ah! <laughs> I really like wanted to just scream when they started dancing at the wedding I was so happy for them and I wish they'd kissed so much earlier in the book, too. Like, why did it take him, or not him, her, why did it take her until they were on vacation together to kiss? Because I was like, like, there were so many perfect opportunities, especially at the wedding. Like, why couldn't they have kissed at the wedding? And I kept thinking it was going to happen, but it didn't happen. And I understand that had they kissed at the wedding, I would have been condoning cheating. But Patrick is an asshole, so we don't care. We're going to condone cheating because will was much better for her so yeah i wish she would have cheated on pat like i was very very much hoping for her to cheat on patrick with will i didn't care and when will was like oh you can stay here at the house and she was like oh okay and then decided to move into patrick's i was like what the hell like move in because then it crushed will and she didn't get it and i was like bro will likes you move into the house like it's really not that hard. I just, I love them and I wanted them to be together. And I hated Will for deciding that he was going to go through with it even after she admitted she loved him. Like, I understand, right? I've never been in this situation. I'm very lucky to have all of my limbs fully work. Um, And I don't know how hard it is to, like, be in that situation. I don't know that I wouldn't be making the same choices as Will if I was in that situation. But when she admitted she loved him and he was like, I'm sorry, but it's not enough. I was like, like, why can't you just try? Give her another couple months to like convince you or something. Like at least let her have more time with you. Like it was, there was just a lot of feels. And the maze scene, oh my god, the maze scene, when he, like, comes in to find her because she's freaking out, and then she finally, like, tells him about it, and it's, like, really the first person she's confided in about the maze and everything that happened to her when she got raped as a child. I mean, she was a teenager, so yeah, when she got raped as a teenager, and I just, the way that they felt so comfortable together during that scene, and that she was finally, like, confessing to somebody about what had happened and 
I just, I thought they were going to kiss the maze, too. That was another point where I was like, oh, my God, they're going to kiss. They're finally going to kiss. It's finally going to happen. And they didn't. <sighs> so, yeah, this book was a lot of, oh, my God, it's going to happen. Oh, no, it's not happening. It was very much a tease of a book. Um, And, well, Will did, you know, eventually go to Switzerland. I appreciate that he set her up for life and that, he sent her to the cafe in Paris and stuff, and, like, it ended well. For as sad as it was, I'm glad Lou went to Switzerland to be with Will in his final moments, and I'm glad he did leave her a ton of money and that his parents and sister didn't protest and they weren't, you know, taking action against his parents um, for taking him to Switzerland. And it just it ended really well with the letter from him. I did kind of ruin it because... In the copy of the book I had, there was the first chapter of the sequel in the book. And I was like, okay, let me read the first chapter of the sequel because I can order the sequel and read the sequel and stuff. And she was all depresso and getting drunk and working at an airport bar and not happy and not moved on with her life. And I was like, yeah, no, not reading the sequel. I didn't want to deal with her being all sad and depresso and all of that. So, the sequel doesn't exist in my mind, and it ended with a beautiful letter from Will and her in a cafe in Paris, and all happy, and there's no drunk, depressed Lou in my life at all. So, yeah. Honestly, I loved the book. Um, and I read it pretty quickly, too, because I don't remember the exact timing. Like, some books I can tell you, like, exactly how long it took me to read them. Other books, you know... I know I read it either quickly or slowly or whatever, and I read this book kind of quickly because it's, like, 400-ish pages, which is on the longer end, um, but I still read it hella quick because I think I read it in, like, a couple days, so anyways, um, so that's a testament to, like, how cute it was and how invested I got in their story and stuff and how good it was, and it's not a traditional or very cliched love story, right? That's a love story with an undercurrent of trying to save somebody and trying to show somebody that life is worth living and stuff. And so people who are anti-traditional, cliched, troped up rom-coms, like um, most of my friends, you would like this book. And I think you would appreciate how it's, you know, different and not entirely cliched. Um, and like I said in the beginning, I think I need to go watch the movie um, I'm pretty sure Sam Clefane is in the movie because he was on my cover. I have, like, the movie cover of the book, and he was on it, and he's hot. So, I, yeah, and I really want to see if the movie did it justice because I have no clue, and I really hope the movie did it justice because I really like the book, and I think it would be very easy to turn it into a movie and turn it into a movie that does it justice. So, yeah, I have been Maya Ghosh. And this has been my take on Me Before You by Jojo Moyes. Thanks for listening.